One of the things that we see frequently, especially this time of year, is a lot of the challenges and a lot of the struggles that come from summertime. And so what we're going to talk about is just some of our experiences through our travels, what went well, what didn't go well, how we can get better in the future, and, and perhaps um, offer some insight and some strategy on how to relay that to you and how you can implement that into your routine. Welcome to the show where we help you make smart nutrition simple. If you want proven nutrition strategies to help you build a better body and create the energy to show up for your family without overly restrictive and unrealistic dieting, then you're in the right place. Make sure to subscribe and enjoy this episode. What's up, crew? Welcome. I'm uh, Ben Brown, obviously the host here and the owner of BSL Nutrition with my lovely wife, Christina, who is joining us for the very first time on a, a live um, video, and she is sweating profusely. Are so, <laughs> <laughs> so um, it's been a few weeks. We have been traveling, and uh, if you haven't seen, um, I haven't shared very much through my feed, but if you follow oh, okay. Christina, she's been. Um, posting excessively about our travels. So you probably saw that we were on vacation for the last few weeks. We were in LA for 4th of July. We were in Hawaii, Kauai specifically, which is our absolute favorite island uh, for the last two weeks with our kids and traveling, relaxing, disconnecting. Um, and a lot of uh, lessons uh, were learned uh, throughout that journey. Now, one of the things that we see frequently and, and that we communicate a lot with our clients through our coaching program, especially this time of year, is a lot of the challenges and a lot of the struggles that come from summertime. The kids are out of school. Oftentimes we're vacationing, especially for those of us that live in Phoenix. Uh, it's blazing hot, so most of us try and get out of town for parts of June, most of July if possible, at least we certainly do. and. Um, invariably, what that lends itself to is the chaos that comes from lack of structure, lack of routine, mm -hmm. alcohol, weekend behaviors, uh, social get-togethers, and all of the nuances um, that are part of, of just traveling in general. And so what we're going to talk about is just some of our experiences through our travels, what went well, what didn't go well, how we can get better in the future, and, and perhaps um, offer some insight and some strategy on how to relay that to you and how you can implement that into your routine as we kind of wrap up summer, as kids start to get back into school, so that you can one, stay on track, two, get back on track, like many of us are feeling like you need to get back into the swing of things. Before we dive in, I, I think our community would love to know a little bit more about you, uh, really briefly. Um, who are you besides being the HBIC? Uh, who are you and you know what is it that you do with BSL Nutrition? Yeah. Hey everyone, I'm Christina Brown. This guy's better half. What's up? Uh, I sit in the hallway just on the other side so I listen to Ben all day long. We've been together for 18 years so I've been part of this journey since day one. I am not a nutritionist. Uh, I am a BSL client myself. I'm going through the process and working on my own journey. I, every single day um, and it was about two years ago that I was like I'm all in uh, I want to be better and I need to make those steps better um, and I need to do my day-to-day -day and make it look better because 
One, I wanted to be a better partner. I wanted to be a, an amazing role model to my children uh, and our community. So I run uh, business development for BSL Nutrition and love it. I mean, there's challenges to learning an online business for me because I've been very service oriented for 20 years with people in general. Um, if you know me, I love to chat and love to build community. So that's what I do with us on the back end. Uh, so I go through my day today um, and live through it on my own experiences and family, um, business, um, and just find a way to prioritize myself. So I'm excited to be here. Awesome. And along the same vein as, as prioritizing yourself, obviously that's very relevant with what it is that we do. And I think something that all of our clients struggle with and, and ourselves included and part of bringing Christina on this call um, is really just our wanting to be transparent about our lifestyles. I love social media because it gives you insight into other people's lives. At the same time, it doesn't convey the level of nuance that comes from those types of positions, those types of posts, to the degree that it's all literally sunshine and rainbows when we're posting from Hawaii, but what you don't see is us screaming at the kids in the background to shut the hell up, to smile for the picture, <laughs> to get the cookie out of their mouth, to get their hand out of the pantry. And um, I know that that's stuff that literally we all struggle with. Um, that you struggle with and we don't want to come off as we live these perfect lives and we don't struggle too because we very much do and so what I wanted to share is um, some of the struggles that we've encountered I know that all of us encounter over this time of year relative to what I talked about earlier the lack of structure the routine the alcohol the opportunities that come from being more socially active and from traveling some of those same struggles that we encountered how we create structure in our day-to-day and then perhaps some of the tools that we can impart onto you so that you can continue to make improvements um, and get better from day to day. So Christina, let's start with some of the things that you felt like we struggled with over the past few weeks by virtue of just all of the travel, the inconsistencies. What, what do you feel like was hard that might resonate with some of our listeners? Something that I think was hard was I think more alcohol um, and a little bit less structure, I guess, um, because you know you kind of unplug and you sleep in a little and you might not have the same gym or the same walking environment, which we did. We had a good walking environment, but I would say alcohol. I feel like we gave ourselves a lot more freedom to have more alcohol um, and it's something we've eliminated in um, our day to day because it doesn't help us get closer to our goals. But I will say I felt really tropical having a nice Mai Tai or a, but it was cool because I think about it, I may if you used to have like four Mai Tais, but now I had like a crystal ice with some vodka. It was a better choice, but it was still, it was, I noticed myself getting better um, and having a having a better option, but yeah. still a lot more a little bit more alcohol than I'm used to right now in this point in my life. Yeah, it was kind of like the one of the things we were experiencing was because we full on and this is perfectly fine and justified and something that we want not only our clients but we feel like everyone should be justified to do is have more flexibility and freedom when they're on vacation. But oftentimes it's binary in terms of like either it's all or nothing so it's like okay checking out we're on vacation and it's like wake up and and start drinking and to be fair like 
when you're on vacation, it's very easy to rationalize. Well, let's see, it's 11 a.m. <laughs> Might as well, you know, have a cocktail because why not? And yeah. I think it's a slippery slope mm -hmm. when it comes to that first beverage and how it lends itself to like, okay, well, might as well have another and then might as well throw my hand in the bag of pretzels and it Macadamia just- Macadamia nuts. Yeah, Hawaii, like, awful, um, but delicious. <laughs> right, and so one of the things I often talk to clients about is we're never gonna be in a position where you can eat as much as you want or drink as much as you want without any consequences, right? So first and foremost is we need to set some realistic expectations to say, well, what do I want this to look like? How much flexibility and freedom do I need? And therefore, how do I work backwards to the degree that in order for me to only see a couple pound increase on the scale, what needs to happen on a day-to-day -day basis for me to have some semblance of structure? And in this particular case, it might be, okay, well, we're not gonna crack a beverage until three or four. Yeah. And we're only gonna have a couple, right? And so this was part of the mindset um, that we definitely had in place. Now, listen, I've been doing this forever and it still doesn't mean that it's something that I'm, you know, don't struggle with. Christine has been more actively and made, made more concerted efforts just particularly the last couple of years. Yeah. Um, and so it's an ongoing process as to what it is that we're focusing on, how we can consistently do better, how we can shift our mindset around what that actually means and what it looks like mm -hmm. so that we don't have to feel like again, all or nothing. Um, so certainly was the alcohol that I know a lot of people uh, struggle with. And, and now we're back to reality, so to speak. And we're kind of just drying out, if you will. And it's not that we even drank that much, right? But it, it is something where it was significantly more than what we have been drinking recently. It was significantly less than what we would have drinking in the past. But nonetheless, even a little bit can go a long way in terms of sabotaging your goals. So I think it's important to clarify exactly what it is that you're working towards. So right. we established definitely the alcohol was one thing. What else do you think um, was something that was more a little more difficult to manage while we were traveling with the kids that other parents, other busy professionals might be relating to? A little more snacking. You know, sometimes you might not have your normal day-to-day -day protein we did stock heavily on protein um, but at the same time i noticed i was snacking a lot more a little bit more heading to the kitchen getting a snack here oh gnashing on more snacks um, which is something i've been trying to work on in my day-to-day -day. so utilizing that those habits i'm working on day-to-day -day and bringing it into vacation mode i got a lot more to practice definitely and that's really one of those things where you realize like when you have structure in your day-to-day -day and then you lack that structure it's so easy to put yourself in positions where the calories can really start to add up mm -hmm. and it's as simple as doing exactly that as finding your hand literally in the cookie jar multiple times per day for no other reason than you're just not cognizant of what's going on you're following with the kids lead um, you're distracted, you're bored, you're stressed, you're anxious, or you're just drunk. <laughs> and you're just eating for the sake of eating. And, um, you know, it's all good and well, but I think, you know, it, it really does lend itself to why it's still important to have some semblance of structure. And then let's see, I think that that really is probably one of the most 
salient aspects of why we struggle so much when it comes to the summer routine, when it comes to the travel is really just a lack of structure. Mm -hmm. And what I'd love to kind of progress into is some of the things that you felt like we did really well mm -hmm. that helped us create that semblance of structure, help us create routine, mm -hmm. helped us make better decisions that could perhaps be some good takeaways for those listening now that they're probably resonating with some of our behaviors as to their own. We were great at moving, you know, um, whether it was walks, paddle boarding, I mean, depending on where you are, uh, but this time of the year is really great to be outside. So I will say for us being in Hawaii, um, we did a lot more moving. It was different. We probably wouldn't have moved as much if we were here in Phoenix or we would have, we just had to wake up at four to do it. But I think the walking was a, a win for us. I'll be honest. I think for me, um, the movement was not a win. Uh, I was pretty sedentary like i didn't i trained once in three weeks and that's fine like it's totally something that i acknowledge as being acceptable and i think a lot of us fear what happens when we don't train consistently at least i know a lot of our clients do yeah. so that was definitely something that i struggled with that i totally could have done better with but just didn't really make a concerted effort to do and i know you did a lot better job of it than i did um, but i do think it's definitely something that is very manageable mm -hmm. for people while they're on vacation. And, and oftentimes one of the things that we really talk about is it, it's not necessary to hit the gym every mm -hmm. single day or at all for a couple of week period of time. Like you're not gonna lose all of your gains, mm -hmm. right? But it is important to move and, and it's often easier for people to move more consistently while they're on vacation because they have more time. Mm -hmm. And so they can really structure their days around building it into how can we move more consistently? I mean, I know we do go out of our way and we did, to be fair, go out of our way to do hikes, to go on adventures, to walk the beach multiple times. Mm -hmm. um, I think for me, it just didn't really add up to be enough total physical activity. And I definitely felt myself feeling like down in the dumps because I wasn't getting the level of exercise that I normally get, which was pretty interesting for me. But it, it really also is like we said, hey, next time we go back, we know we need to make a concerted effort yeah. to like um, find a gym and, mm -hmm. and keep that level of structure into place around our workouts because it's something that we really feel good doing. And for me personally, like I love traveling and going to these local area gyms and sort of get out of your network um, and experience what that looks like. So that's definitely one thing that I think people can do is maintain that semblance of exercise, maintain that structure. We talked about walking, we talked about um, trying to commit to going to a gym if mm -hmm. it's if it's relevant for them. For, for us, it's something we want to do, we but it's not to. totally necessary. Um, what about from a nutrition standpoint is something that we you think we did well that helped set the stage for success, just generally speaking? Uh, I, I think we ate a good amount of protein. Yeah. I mean, we had fresh fish, pokey, all, I mean, most meals. We started our day with protein, um, and I think every meal, we had a good amount of protein. You became the grill master of fish. It's delicious. Yeah, we had a great opportunity to obviously eat a lot of fresh fish, mm -hmm. which was which was awesome. And I think one of the things that Christina hit on that we've found to work really well for us that might be helpful for you is to start the day with a good chunk of protein mm -hmm. as much as possible. And this is important for us, but especially important for the kids as well. And, and honestly, I think we did 
lip service to it with the kids um and we did better right uh, but for the kids it's like it was easy it was easy to just put a bowl of cereal in front of them mm-hmm. to go to the coffee shop get our coffee and throw a pastry in front of them and just to minimize and and christina's a lot better at this than i am in terms of picking and choosing the battles that are worth fighting over it's like i throw a fit every freaking time like there's sugar in front of their face um and she's like dude like you just need to chill out and i think that's fair uh to a degree yeah there's give and take there though but that's definitely the dichotomy here of of right and and perhaps if you guys are couples like you can agree is when she's um being strict i'm like much more likely to give them you know the crap right and and then similarly is i would say i'm i'm a lot more frequently the sugar nazi especially as it pertains to like that first meal of the day but specifically around traveling because i think uh, the nature of travel lends itself to like much more options when it comes to eating in the afternoon and the evening going out to dinner again having more cocktails and you want to explore new food and culture and restaurants that you're not used to so right and and so within that it's like well the more structure we can create earlier on in the day the better the more Mm -hmm. consistent the more structured the more regimented perhaps even the more um, boring we can create that the better so what we tried to do was really just mimic our Mm day-to-day morning routine eggs egg whites plain plain toast we love sourdough toast some fruit obviously we had a ton of like fresh pineapple watermelon mango was amazing Mm -hmm. so we added a little bit more fruit but that for us kind of really helped set the stage to say okay well if we have a solid breakfast and for lunch we did really just like sandwiches turkey sourdough bread Mm -hmm. avocado some fruit um maybe some pretzels or something like that to try and get a good chunk of protein with breakfast with and lunch, two vodkas and maybe a couple sure. high noons <laughs> maybe a couple couple three high nooners then uh you know we we've got a well-balanced at least first part of the day and like christina said i mean we do enjoy eating healthy therefore dinner it's not like we were eating crap Mm-mm. it was fish rice vegetables mm. um and we ate really well. I really just the limiting factor was definitely the alcohol, some desserts. I think I had ice cream probably every single day for a month. Sure. Uh, and, you know, so it's kind of picking your battles there. But but still saying like, hey, it doesn't have to be all or nothing. Mm-hmm. We don't have to completely go off the rails and eat pastries, you know, just because we're on vacation. Like, I just don't feel good eating crap for breakfast. Right. right? And I know you don't either. Mm-hmm. And I think it's giving ourselves permission to still have those high protein meals in place. And so that's something that I think we did really well mm-hmm. uh, within the context. The one other thing that I, I just wanna mention because we were talking and then I'll kind of wrap it up here is around the kids and the fact that they were eating a lot more junk than certainly ours would normally eat. But what we did try and do and always try and do is still try and infuse healthy options within the junk that they're eating is like they may be having a donut or you know a croissant or a chocolate. nutella a, pastry like an amazing nutella croissant, uh, croissant uh that we got um with a side of turkey bacon right so we'd get a side of like chicken sausage or, or bacon or turkey bacon to still try and get some protein in them to help them stabilize balance uh, and balance their blood sugar levels basically to as our insurance policy to make sure that they're not too big of assholes later on in the day. <laughs> so true. 
You did well. What else? You did well. Uh, I think towards the end, this is what I loved because we've never done this actually. Um, because I also wasn't the greatest partner. I'm going to be honest. Like I was like the the our years of years ago. I wasn't the partner that thought like this, and that was like a good co-pilot. But I think this trip and this vacation, this travel, we we talked about how we could do better next travel. Mm. Um, and I really love that. I love that we said, you know what, we did well here. These were ways we could improve. But this is what we want for you know what vacation mode looks like. Because it's not just a week, it's not just five days, like it's three weeks, four weeks. I, I don't wanna see our you know vacation modes stay that long. So we talked about ways and I, we discussed a lot of those, but I loved that we talked about how we could be better for our next vacation. Because we do this every single day. We talk about practice, practicing, practicing, practicing. This is how we get better. Um, and that's with all of our habits, all of our day-to-days. And I like that we talked about how we can get better in our vacation mode and so this vacation was better than our last one health wise movement wise food choices so i only know like our next travel will only be that much better as we establish new habits um, and that mindset that comes with it as well yeah i think that was really well put because we enjoy feeling good Mm -hmm. and it's just eliminating that old belief system around just because you feel like this is what you used to enjoy doesn't mean that you're relegated to reinforcing those patterns for the rest of your life on every vacation. And then within that is, again, like you said, just, just trying to get better, acknowledging what went well, what didn't go well, and what we can do better next time. And, and for us, it was just like having the conversation like, you know what? I know we didn't work out and we didn't make a concerted effort to work out, but like, we would really like to yeah. to work out. And for a lot of people, they'd be like, ooh, I don't want to go to the gym while I'm vacation. I'm like, we like to go to we the do. gym. And you know, I mean, and if you do too, it doesn't make you a bad person. It's like, you know, I enjoy training and I missed it and I didn't feel great not training, right? And so that for something for us, that was definitely something that we acknowledged to the degree that next trip, it's like, hey, you know, for part of our trip, like we do want to make sure that we have access to some gym or equipment. Uh, we said Costco dumbbells. Uh, it was like two seventy nine at Costco. It's on the island, uh, and so it's like let's buy those dumbbells next year. Yeah, so and we're probably gonna like, leave them at the the VRBL. Christina's like let's buy this dumbbell set and just leave it at the house. Which to be fair, we like the house. We'll know, come back to it. Well, I, I'm not sold on that yet, but it's a good thought. It's like is that worth it to get in your structured workouts? Perhaps it is. Um, And then last thing that I want to touch on here is kind of getting back on track moving forward. So we got back, we had identified a lot of things that went well, a lot of things that we could be doing better. I think that we weren't too far off where we wanted to be in -hmm. terms of progress. I think we both were probably up a few pounds on the scale. A little more fluffy. Um, a little bloat, a little fluff, a little, um, all of those things. Mm -hmm. And so what is it that you were kind of focused on implementing? Cause it, for anyone that's listened to us and listened to me, it's never an all or nothing. We never say, okay, we're starting again Monday. I'm going to eliminate everything bad. I'm going to add in only the good stuff, right? It's, um, more progressive in terms of how and what we're focusing on mm-hmm. that's sort of going to be uh, the needle mover. So what yeah. is it that you're focused on? For me, tracking is a, 
a huge awareness tool for me. So it was something I didn't do 100% nor 50% of the time while we were on vacation. So for me, I love tracking. So I started tracking the actually when we got back into California. So it was something that gives me control. It allows me to kind of be my own and as you say, nutrition detective. Um, help me with, you know, the my limited snacking. I only eat like a handful of cookies, not 12. But uh, I think tracking is going to be, and it is so far my my tool to get back on track. Yeah. And that's similar for me too, is we both find the value and, and so many of our clients find the value mm -hmm. in tracking their calories and not everyone's ready for it. Not, very, not everyone wants mm -hmm. to do it. That's mm -hmm. totally fine. We've got plenty of, of ways for people to create awareness, to have accountability, mm -hmm. to have that structure um, to move the needle for us it happens to be calorie tracking and it's a beautiful way to be able to audit yourself from time to time if and when you choose to do it so I know for both of us that's definitely something that we are getting back into the swing of things to create that control because invariably it lends itself to uh, ensuring that you have structure in your day-to-day -day. so mm -hmm. uh, it's tracking um, it's getting back into the swing of the workouts mm -hmm. and just kind of, you know, the things that you have control over is not getting overwhelmed by, right. oh my God, I put on 10 pounds. I don't even know what to do. Um, screw it all. But rather saying, well, what are some of the things that I know have moved the needle in the past? Help, mm -hmm. Will help me improve my confidence and consistency from day to day. To day. Maybe yeah. it's just walking. Yeah. Maybe it's just tracking and not worrying about anything else. Maybe it's getting back into your workout routine. Maybe it's just committing to high protein breakfast to help move the needle. You got to figure out what works best for you. For us, those are definitely the needle movers um, that we would encourage you to focus on. And of course, if if you need help with any of this, we are absolutely here to help you. Um, for those of you that don't know, we do have a nutrition and fitness coaching company that happens to be exclusively online. And our mission is to help you change your belief system around what it means to be healthy. In this particular case, it's really understanding that it's perfectly fine and acceptable and you should have um, a large amount of flexibility and freedom when it comes to your lifestyle and being able to have the autonomy to make the decisions that you want to make when you want to make them and knowing very clearly how that's going to uh, correlate to your goals and we can help you build those tools and those skills so if you have any questions um, then please drop us a line thanks so much everyone for joining in peace Thank you so much for listening, and if you found this content valuable, here are four ways I can help you in your nutrition journey for free. One, grab a free copy of my Fat Loss Fix Guide at fatlossfixguide.com. Two, join my free group at smartnutritionmadesimple.com. Three, subscribe to my YouTube channel at smartnutritionmadesimpletv.com. Four, leave a five-star rating and positive review so that we can gain access to more nutrition experts ready to share their knowledge with you and ultimately help more people make smart nutrition simple. 